The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, laughing as always, smiling because I'm hanging out with my friend Mike Fiella. Mike, good morning. Good morning to you. You good make me laugh. You, you make me smile. <laughs> you know, right before we go on the air, you, you got to get me going a little bit. But man, thank you for hanging out with me this morning and me allowing me to hang out with you. Oh, are you kidding me? You you invited me when the show first started and I did. was a no-brainer. I'll be there. I'll be there. And I, Listen, we have a great time every Saturday. I look forward to seeing you. But the, all, also all the God stories and oh, all the things God's gosh. doing, and pray for you throughout the week, Thank too, because I know that you're you're you're, you're where the buck stops, and everybody comes. Wow. Steve, Steve, what about this? Of course, we got great leaders around us, yes. and everybody else. But uh, well, you're looking you. great. Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you, and good morning to all of our listeners across the country. Uh, we broadcast, or we actually record this in upstate New York at one of our favorite. Northeastern radio stations, WDCX. Yes. Um, and also, uh, this is heard across the nation on American Family Radio, longtime partners of 8 Days Hope since day one. Mm-hmm. Since day one, when the idea started, uh, they had our back, and we're so appreciative oh, of our friends yeah. at AFR. I'll never forget walking into the office of Don Wildman, the founder of American Family Radio, and said, Don, would you play a local spot so we could try to recruit some volunteers to go down to help out after Hurricane Katrina? Because okay. what we do is we help people after disasters, mm-hmm. okay? Natural disasters, and we'll talk about a minute about human disasters as well. Sex trafficking, okay. more on that in a minute. But anyways, um, the goal was to have him play one spot in Tupelo, Mississippi. Just one spot. And try to get 20, 30 <laughs> volunteers. And he played it across the country. Oh, my. For free. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And and we were taking our volunteers. were signing up. Back then, we didn't have a website because we weren't a ministry. Sure. We weren't a nonprofit. So if you volunteered with 8 Days of Hope, you had to fax in your application. Wait, what is that? Fax? Does yes. that still work? I know, I know. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah. Yeah, so so thank you again for listening across the nation. So much going on the last seven days. So here's what's going on, world. Hold okay. on. Today, Eight Days of Hope is down in Jennings, Louisiana. We're helping out after Hurricane Delta. Okay. And uh, today, our guest is Josh Belt. Josh is the pastor at Our Savior's Church. And yes, if you're a regular listener, he was just on us with us four or five weeks ago because we serve them after Hurricane Laura, Laura and here yeah. we go. It's Groundhog Day all over again. You ever see that <laughs> Unbel- movie? Yeah, I did. Okay. It so was- that's what it feels like. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that unbelievable, Mike? It, you know, my mind, I can't still wrap my head around it. I feel for the people. When you talk about the second one uh, and seven miles apart, all the work that's just been done, volunteers yeah. get home. Yeah. And, 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 you know, our hats off. Pray for these volunteers. They're oh, turning around, gosh. going back down after being there for what? We were there for five weeks. Okay. We left for one week after Hurricane Laura and then Hurricane Delta. And really, I brought up the seven miles last week. At the end of the day, it, it, it's such a big storm. It hit the same area. Right. So exactly. Lake Charles, Louisiana, just got power back, and now they don't have power again. Right. 
But Eight Days Hope is there. We were there for five weeks. We helped out 200 families in the first go-around. We've been there for a week, Mike. We're there for two more weeks. And you, the listener, can volunteer. you got to be 18 years of age. That's it. You don't have to be a contractor. You don't have to be a roofer. Man, we, we need everybody of every skill set. But if you're 18, it's free. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions, because we provide the lodging and food, and you'll you'll clearly understand what a day looks like when you serve with Eighties Hope, but it's free. I like free. You like free, Mike? <laughs> Free's good. My, 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 <laughs> I'm hungry. Whenever Let's we go. whenever we go for coffee, Mike, I don't know, man. It's so you know, you and I are like waiting for like who's going to pick up today, yeah, right? Good. Yeah, I have yeah. no change in my. I have no money <laughs> yeah. in my wallet. Oh, I left my wallet on the dresser. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Go. But we like free. But it's free. Uh, we will feed you really good. You're going to meet some great people around the country. We'll be down in Louisiana for the next two weeks. We're tarping roofs, mudding out homes. We're doing chainsaw work. We're clearing people's property. Okay. So even if you have in your mind very little skills mm-hmm. i don't want to say non-skilled because god created us we all are we all have gifts. something we can contribute right yes. but we need people to deliver things make sandwiches do laundry um please go to our website eight days if you can donate so we just we just wrote the check right we just wrote the check for, <laughs> for the, the first food. one yeah. yeah so the food alone in the first five weeks was like almost twenty three thousand oh dollars to my. feed the volunteers these volunteers we call it eight pounds of hope they like to eat oh <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay it's good like, they work hard why'd you look at my stomach when uh, you said well that? you know come on man we, we like to eat i'm because I, I, I come my- on man <laughs> i saw your eyes that's wrong brother that is wrong yeah but go to our website eight days of Uh, If you can donate, make a donation online. Uh, You can mail a check, and we'll give you that address here in just a minute as well. So we're down there in Louisiana. Last Saturday, we had our open house. We launched our third facility in the country. So we have equipment now. We're based out of Mississippi. We have a bunch of equipment down there. Well, our Northeast satellites in Buffalo, New York. So whenever there's a disaster in Pennsylvania, Michigan, snowstorm, the frequent, you know, once in a while tornado, we have people up there and equipment, but we opened up last week in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Okay. So help me out, Steve. Where is the carbon copy of Steve Tiber? <laughs> no, 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 no. How do you get to all well, these places? Well, here's I mean, the great news. We have 160 volunteer leaders. And so <laughs> yes, when you do. donate to the ministry, your dollars are going right to the front lines. Okay. But we had over a dozen of our leaders in Cedar Rapids. Actually, I think about 16 of them were there. Right. We have a lot of leaders that live in the Midwest. And we opened up a beautiful facility. Uh, it's about 17,000 square feet. We have a shower trailer up there. We have a rapid response trailer. We have a, a laundry trailer. We have bobcats and bucket trucks and pickup trucks. Ready to go. Uh, Our distribution ministry for the Midwest uh, uh, is up there as well. Uh, We had a great time. The mayor came, a lot of local elected leaders, a a lot of local faith-based leaders. What I liked about last Saturday, when I looked down and asked, are there any pastors here? We had about 10 different denominations that were represented. Really? It's the church knowing that it's got to become the church, one church, Mm -hmm. to respond to those in need. It was an amazing Saturday. So. Can we go back on something? Distribution ministry. We, we haven't talked too much about yeah. that lately. So how does how does that play out to, to the local church and to folks? Yeah, so regionally in Mississippi, New York, or in Iowa, if you have a need and we have something, uh, we'll give it to you. It's that simple. So we get truckloads of brand new furniture and mattresses and building materials. And so in the last two and a half years, Mike, I think we've given away about almost $4 million of brand new products. Oh, my. So if you live in St. Louis or Wichita, Kansas, or if you live in Minnesota, if you live in Cleveland, Pittsburgh, it just depends what location you're closest to. All you have to do is come and get it. Come and get it. It's free. If you okay. wanted to ship it to you, we'll ship it to you, but you, you reimburse us for the freight. So we're disaster relief. 
We're a rebuilding ministry. We're a distribution. We've worked with COVID uh, oh, for my the longest gosh. time. Yes. Much Shipping truckloads all over the food, country. safe yes. houses. Wow. Crazy. And last night, <laughs> last night was an amazing night. So we were in Indianapolis. So yes, you could see the the red bloodshot bloodshot eyes. We were in Indianapolis. We opened up with Not Today, K N O T, NotToday.org. Uh, we just finished our latest safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking. We okay. partnered with Frank Reich. He's the head coach of the Colts. His wife Linda formed a foundation called Not Today, a, a nonprofit. Right. They're partnering. We we partnered with them. And wait to see the videos and the pictures that will come from last night's event. But amazing, 17,000 square foot oh, building on, was 17, renovated 000? for free oh, boy. to aid those rescued from sex trafficking. And so, Mike, you know, if you're out there listening today and you know very little about Eight Days of Hope, go to our YouTube page, watch some of our videos that we've uploaded, okay. watch our safe house construction ministry video. But if you're skilled, if you're a painter, a roofer, carpenter, contractor, plumber, maybe you're a handyman or hand, handy woman, email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com and we'll put your name in our database. And next time we do a safe house, which looks like it'll be in December, We'll let you know where we're going, and we'll invite you. It's that simple. And you're going to want to just jump on board. But like Steve just said, go to the website, just sign in, sign up, get your name in the system, and you'll be hearing, like you always say, we're not going to blow up your email. No, But you're going to no, get no. the information that you— To make a decision. You, yeah, that, you, that you'll want to do, either the volunteer, um, at one of the disaster reliefs, or the safe houses. What, a, what an idea and a, and a heartwarming adventure to do when you see these folks coming together to help yeah. young ladies being rescued from sex trafficking. Check out our website, 8daysofhope.com, but also go to Not Today's website, nottoday, K-N-O-T, nottoday.org, and they have a PSA, uh, a 60-second PSA, and Mike, if you're a football oh. fan— Oh boy, yeah. And you see the people that are in the PSA, but you got Pate Manny and Tony Dungy and Mike Tomlin and Kurt sure. Warner and and I can go on and on and mm-hmm. on. And for King and Country, Joel and Luke Smallbone, they're part of so many people love what God is doing through Not Today and Eight Days Hope, they want to be a part of it. Well, sure. Now, I noticed that you got the T-shirt there, too. I do. So. I had a... Dude, man, hey, you give me a free T-shirt, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I'm going to wear right? it. Right? We still got to work on Frank, though. You saw the sneakers that he has. I know. <laughs> Those shoes. I if know. He, oh, if they were up, up for sale, what a fundraise that it would be. <laughs> that, I know it would be. So a lot going on. We're in Louisiana serving with Hurricane Delta. Again, go to our website at 8daysofhope.com. As Mike said, uh, we've... <laughs> this has been a busy week. Sure. This past week, Mike, we are almost done... Shipping 35, 35 now, tractor trailers of food to churches in multiple states so they can serve their community. Well, folks, stop, I'm sorry. 35 you know, tractor yeah, trailers. stop and listen to that number. 35, and how many pounds of food are in, say, one Yeah, so you're, you're talking about 40,000 pounds of food in every tractor trailer because oh there, there's a weight limit, but... Um, there's going to be about $1.5, $1.6 million of food being okay. delivered in the name of Jesus through <laughs> eight days of hope in the month of October. Wow, 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 and wow. I always say, Steve, how does that happen? I know you say it's but God. Oh, man. But God is so much at Amen. work taking care of the needs. Folks, whether it's COVID or whether it's election time or whether that's disrupting our country, God is on the Amen. throne. He's feeding people. He's rebuilding their homes. Yep. He's... 
preparing he, places for those work, rescued from sex trafficking. So much, so much <laughs> going on. And I know what a listener, they're just driving down the road and for the first time they, they're listening to a radio show or they listen to a podcast and like, are you, are you real? I mean, is this, is this for real? <laughs> is that what they but say that's who our God is, Mike. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's just at the times like this and our, you, you wake up and you look around you and you say, you know, this, this whole world is out of whack, but mm. you're going to hang in that thought process or you're going to hang with Jesus is in control. God is on the throne. Amen. Keep your eyes focused and fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Amen. Well, we uh, we need your help in Louisiana. We'll be there for the next two weeks to November 7th. For more information, go to the website 8daysofhope.com. Again, we'll be tarping roofs, doing chainsaw work, clearing off people's properties. Uh, our volunteers range in age from the 80s down to 18 years of age. Mm-hmm. Um, check out, as a matter of fact, go to our website right now, 8daysofhope.com, and scroll down just a little bit. There's a video there of three of the families we helped after Hurricane Laura, and it's called Today. I can finally breathe. It's a great video. You've got to watch it. Everything you hear us talk about, it, it, it kind of sums it up there. Yeah. You know, the lady says, I, you know, I didn't have hope, and now I have hope. Um, you know, could you imagine sitting on your front porch with just trees leveling all over your yard and in your house? and Yeah, and get an estimate that to clear the trees doesn't cost you $30,000. Yeah, there you go. I don't go. know about you, Mike, but um, I, and I, had a, I had a pretty successful corporate career, but I don't have $30,000 sitting in my savings account right now. Maybe you do, but uh, no, I don't. No, no way. Dude, you didn't buy coffee this morning, so I know you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to bring me some, man. <laughs> but go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, scroll down, and watch the video. You won't see me. You won't see anyone with 8 Days of Hope. You're going to meet three people, three families we served during Hurricane Laura. And uh, we're there right now helping out with Hurricane Delta. Donate, donate, please donate. Go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Every dollar you give today will be spent in Louisiana. You can mail us a check. I'm going to give this address at the end of the show, but let me give it to you right now, too. It's P.O. Box 3208, 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. That's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Do it now. Yes, please, please, please. When we come back here in a minute, we're going to talk to, for the second time here we go. in five <laughs> weeks, Josh Belt. He's the pastor at Our Savior's Church in Jennings, Louisiana. This time, Jennings took a direct hit. They were okay. about 30 miles out of the center of the storm. They took a direct hit, and we're right back hanging out with my dear friend. Mm. We're going to talk to him in just a minute. But hey, thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off. 
Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're going to part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our safe house construction ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, Mike. You know, we've been, uh, we were in Louisiana for five weeks with Hurricane Laura, and don't you know, uh, a week to 10 days later, that same area gets hit by another hurricane, this time not a four or two, mm. but lots of water damage. And our dear friend, who was just oh, with us, yes. it seems like yesterday, I know mm-hmm. it was maybe three or four weeks ago, Josh Belt, lead pastor at Our Savior's Church in Jennings, Louisiana. Josh, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Glad to be with you. Well, brother, glad to be with you. Maybe to have breakfast next time, but we've got to stop <laughs> meeting like this, Josh. Josh, a second hurricane in six weeks. Brother, how are yeah, you? Yeah, it's, it's 2020. What do you expect? This, oh. is, this is just a year of, of many unexpected things. So, yeah, it's, um, I, think our, I honestly think our state is in shock right now. It's just some shock. Sure. Well, Josh, you know, when we saw Hurricane Delta approaching, I was thinking it was going to go a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, and you guys took a direct hit. I mean, a direct hit. Um, How is your congregation, uh, your church? First of all, is everyone okay? And then secondly, not as importantly, of course, how are they doing with their homes and their mental being? And just give us a state of what's going on there in Jennings. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, I was... I, I was actually in Colorado with my wife mm. uh, when the storm came through, and I, I never thought I'd be watching the Weather Channel and seeing news reporters in my own hometown in Jennings. They had the Weather Channel right there, based in Jennings, and and uh, you know it was it was a wild scene to to watch. So I didn't know what I was coming home to. To be honest with you, I jumped on a plane that uh, the day right after and hurried up and and got here as fast as I could, and. You know, it's it's just really sad. There's more devastation, of course, more people who have been impacted by this storm. It is a wider spread storm than mm-hmm. I think than Laura was. Laura was very concentrated kind of in the Lake Charles area. But now this mm. this storm came 12 miles east of where Laura came in, just 12 miles. That's it. Wow. Oh, my. And came right over, right over Jennings. And so we were on the eye of the storm. It, it hit a number of uh, communities, 
east of us as well. Um, I think there was probably close to a million people out of power. It is slowly getting back on right now. So I got back home and started doing some assessing. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people in our church that got hit harder with this storm than we did with, with Laura. So, well, Josh, you know, when I when I called you and said, uh, do you need us again? Uh, I mean, I, I hated sending you that text. I knew the obvious yeah. answer, but I wanted to make sure a your church was was functional. It is. Praise God. Um, I it know. Is. I know the power in your area had just come back on in that Lake Charles area like the week of the second hurricane. I know that your church just got power last night, but there's some yeah. big power issues still going on in Louisiana, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There is. I mean, you know, you can't really brace yourself for what we've experienced. I mean, if you could just think about it, six weeks ago or seven weeks ago now, when Hurricane Laura hit, it was the largest hurricane to hit Louisiana in 150 years. Wow. And we were reeling from that, getting, you know, just trying to help people kind of get back to rebuilding. And then here we are, there's another hurricane in the Gulf. And and, and the news reporters are saying to secure your debris. Oh, I mean, my gosh. <laughs> secure your debris oh. because it's going to be going to be catastrophic as well. And it just came through and yet again hit hit a, you know, a state that was already reeling from a lot of, of hurt mm-hmm. and devastation already. Wow. And, you know, in a lot of ways kind of ripped off the Band-Aid. A lot of, there's thousands Ouch, and thousands yeah. of tarps that were put on, on roofs that now, you know, are going to have to be re-put on. Many people that, you know, had somewhat tried to secure their home that now water damage, you know, in their home because, you know, we got 17, 18 inches of rain on top of all of that. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a really hard thing for our, our, our state right now. But, um, do you know anything about Louisiana? Our resolve is, is strong and Cajun people, they rebound with, uh, you know, greater than they get knocked down. And so I've, uh, I love being a part of this community and seeing people rally together and seeing communities and, and also seeing, you know, partnerships like Eight Days of Hope coming in. And, you know, your text was just yet again another reason why I love you guys and your heart for um, for just being the church and being a part of helping us rebuild. So I, I can't say thank you enough for just sending your team back again. I know they're tired and, hmm. you know, they did a lot of incredible work for five weeks and had just left, so I hated that we even had to have that conversation. But I'm I'm grateful for you, very <laughs> grateful for y'all. So, Pastor Josh, let me let me ask you uh, a question. You're in Colorado. You're on vacation, right? Finally, after yeah. after those five six weeks, trying to take a deep breath. What I mean, share a little bit of the personal thoughts and emotions that now you're sitting and turning on your TV, people you love, people you serve. You just been through this. I mean, I mean. What's going through your heart and your mind? I mean, do you, do you, I got to get out now, or just I mean, the anxiousness, or what'd you go through? Yeah, so you know, my my boys were here in Jennings as well. So I was oh first off trying to get trying to get them evacuated, which which we did, and then uh, taking care of my staff and then our team and then our church, of course. So you know, just a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages. Just um, you know, I have a. I have a shepherd's heart. I love my people, and I love sure. I love our city and our community. And 
you know, just, just heartbroken for, you know, what the people of Southwest Louisiana are, are going through and, and knowing that this is a second round, knowing that there's people that don't have money already because they're trying to, to rebuild and now I'm going to have to try to figure out a way to pay to go evacuate, to go stay in a hotel for who knows how long. Just, you know, you're, you just mind goes to a lot of different places because we don't sure. know how long power is going to go out. You don't know if you're coming back to a home or not. You don't know if you're, you know, coming back to damage. So just, um, you know, it's, it, you, you, you face shock, I think, with Laura. I think people are in shock as well. But I think there's a, a level of sorrow that people are hitting in right oh, now. Okay. And they're really beginning to struggle because it's, it's almost, you know, I, I'm talking with a lot of people and they're just asking the question, I don't know how much more I can take. Mm. I don't know how much more I can take. Um, it's been a year that's been very, very hard on people, not only physically and financially, but I think emotionally. And there's a lot of people here that are hurting, which yet again is, um, I think the reason why we're, we, as the church, the capital C church are, we were made for this hour. Nobody, nobody wants Jesus more than when they're desperate and in desperate places. So this is an opportunity for that. When you're laying on your back and you feel like you have no hope, the only thing you can do is lift your arms up. Sure. And that's where we, as the body of Christ, need to respond. And Josh, you know, you and our Savior's Church, I know you have multiple campuses, and and our relationship goes way back. For those that didn't hear the first interview, there was a major flood, Mike, in Lafayette, Louisiana. And that was our first time meeting our Savior's Church, and they have an outreach called Love Acadiana, and a couple thousand volunteers went to Lafayette. We stayed at the Cajun Dome. Uh, That was our rebuilding effort. Well, the the five weeks we were in uh, Jennings, Lake Charles, you know, just— couple weeks ago when we left, um, you know, we were there for rapid response where we're tarping roofs and doing chainsaw work. And, and, you know, Josh, you know, the mental, the, the mental challenges of 2020 with a pandemic, with the economy, with social injustice uh, movements, with an election, so much more. I mean, you know, my heart breaks for those who really struggle with mental illness. Uh, yeah. I, but I've, I've even seen now, Josh, people who kind of have their act together and, and they've never had challenges like that. Yep. They're walking around and, and Oh my gosh, they need to see some hope. Yep. Yep. No, I agree with you completely. Uh, people who have, you know, have been strong for the most part. And, and sure. it, this has not just rocked people who were unstable. These are, this has rocked people who, who have built their life on the rock, you know? And, mm. You know, and yet again, the Bible tells us that. The Bible doesn't say we'll be storm-free. It just says we'll be storm-proof. Right, right. You know, and we've built our life on Jesus. We're still going to face some storms, and I think this has been a year, you know, not only yeah. not only physically, but, you know, also spiritually. People have faced some storms that have really shaken them. But at the same time, you find out what you're, uh, what you're built on when you mm-hmm. go through those times, and uh, that, that can be also an encouraging time for God, yeah. you know, yeah. really secures. Sure who you are in Christ. And, and, uh, I've, I've seen as much as it's been a very difficult time for, for people, I've also seen people's faith deepened unlike ever before. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, our, our first go around, and again, we're talking to Josh Belt. He's the lead pastor of Our Savior's Church in Jennings, Louisiana. Eight Days of Hope is there today. We have two weeks left. We're helping out after the, in the aftermath of Hurricane Delta, we were there for five weeks at his church, serving those communities uh, after Hurricane yeah, Laura, Laura right. right? And so, you know, we're, we're, we're there today. We're, we're, we're doing all that we can do. Um, you know, Josh, you know, looking back, 
uh, those first five weeks, we had families that we served that came to meet Jesus for the first time because of a hurricane. Now, I hate yeah. that bad things happen, but but bad things do happen, but good can come out of that bad yes, situation. Yes, again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Many, many people. Uh, we have prayed and led many people to the Lord during this time. That's what I said. I've, you know, mm. in the midst of devastation and darkness, the light shines the brightest. Amen. So this has been an opportunity for the light to shine. So all of the equipment, Mike, just got back to our places in Mississippi. <laughs> did you have time to clean they it? They did. <laughs> Here's the good news is when we come back, we have some local volunteers who don't travel. They showed up and they cleaned our feeding trailer oh, awesome. and they, you know, cleaned, you know, refueled everything, you know, you know, did the oil changes and all that stuff. And sure. I'm thinking, you know, we're going to have, you know, maybe two, three weeks to breathe. And, and again, Josh, you know, I hate that we're back because of the reason we're back, but your church is an amazing church. You, you guys, you know, you, your head's got to be on a swivel, and yet you're there loving on our leaders and volunteers as well. Man, words can never express my my thankfulness to you and your team. You have an amazing team. Well, thank you, man. It was um, I, it was an honor to, to have you, and it's an honor to have you back. I, I, I told your team when they showed up, I said, uh, I actually missed you. I missed you a lot. So I was, I was, <laughs> well, let's I do that. I wasn't, I wasn't glad that they were there for the reason, but I was glad to see them. <laughs> Josh, I, I know we only have you for five or six more minutes. I know Mike's got a question, but I'll say this. Hey, now when we leave in two weeks, uh, don't miss us too much now, brother, because you know the next time I see is you know when we're talking about re- the rebuilding efforts. But go ahead, Mike. I know yeah. you had something. Well, you know, Pastor Josh, me being a uh, retired pastor, I always said that well, you never retire from being a pastor. You right, get you, right. that mentality. Uh, it, the question just hit me, it, and people are coming to Christ as a result of this. Do you think it's harder for the believer to weather something like this than the non-believer? Now, I know that's a kind of a— mm, Interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, just a question. Because I'm, I'm thinking sometimes mentality, well, I've been serving God and this and that. Why is this? And yeah. how, how, you know, Tell us a little bit about that. Are you finding that? Or how, do you, how do you speak to that? Yeah, no, uh, that's a great question, and and I think there is some element of that 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 is the reality that there are some people who have have really taken a toll this year. Those that have, have you know been following Christ for a long time mm-hmm. and have kind of bought into this thing that if I followed Jesus for a long enough time that I don't I don't face you know the hard times. <laughs> and so this this has been really it has been a, a year of I think of discipling believers. There you go. Um, this has been a year of, of, of really um, grounding believers in the, the truth of, of, of just who we are in Christ and, and, and understanding sure. that we, we go through hard times. I think oftentimes God allows his, his followers to go through some of the hardest because we have joy and peace in the midst of the hardship. Right. There it is. And so it's a, it's a way for God to get glory is when his believers suffer. I mean, we look all throughout Scripture, and some of the people that we see that we we read about went through the hardest time. Mm-hmm. You look at Apostle Paul. You look at Joseph. You look at right. David. You look at Jesus. Come on. I mean, yeah. you look at there it is. you look at every disciple, every disciple and follower of Christ. None of them had it easy. None of them had comfort. All of them sacrificed and and suffered to some degree. Now, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't want a theology of suffering, but I think there is an, an element of that uh, the glory of God is shown brightest when we go through some of the hardest times. Yeah. And so I think for 
for the V Church right now that's going through this, we have an opportunity. If we don't see it as an opportunity, we're going to miss it. Hmm. For us to really be a witness of the deeper peace and the deeper joy that that is not found in something, but mm. found in someone. Amen. And this is that moment right now that if, if the church will rise up and realize that um, we can be, you know, a real a real witness to a broken and hurting community mm. and, uh, and and world. And so, I, I I do I do agree with that to to an element that mm. there is some believers that are that have really been shaken. But it's a good thing, though. I think it, it is. is. I think God. I think God is purging and cleaning some things in our own lives that we've maybe built our uh, our lives on that are not that are not a part of Him, and that's a good thing. And He's showing us where true faith is, and He's tr- showing us where we need to put our hope. Amen. And it's in Jesus. In yes, Jesus absolutely. alone. Absolutely. So well said. Talking to Josh Belt, he's the lead pastor at Our Savior's Church in Jennings, Louisiana. Eight Days of Hope is down there on the front lines in the name of Jesus. Uh, loving and serving the brokenhearted along with our Savior's church. And I know, Josh, you got to go. Uh, but thank you so much for once again saying yes and partnering with Eight Days of Hope. Uh, we're going to be there for at least two more weeks to November 7th. If someone wants to volunteer, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. If you could donate, man, consider donation. Mm-hmm. I was I was telling in the, in the opening segment, Josh, um, our team must ate pretty good. I saw that bill of $22,000 for food for the volunteers, and I'm like, man, this is eight pounds of hope. Uh, hey, but but I want to give you a shout-out, Josh. You know, I came to your church, and I got I came over and, and was there for a Sunday service. In the middle of the storm, in the middle of a pandemic, you have a worshiping uh, congregation, brother. I felt the move of the Holy Spirit at that service. Awesome. Uh, it was an amazing time um, to, to hang out with brothers and sisters in the Lord. Um, I didn't think I'd be coming back this quick, but I know I'll see you here in the next you know week or 10 days. But man, before we let you go, we want to pray for you. Um, and and, uh, I, and I, I know you got an appointment, so I'm going to let you go. But Father, we just thank you so much for yes. Josh. Father, thank we you, thank Lord. you for our Savior's Church in Jennings, Louisiana. Father, I pray that you would draw your people to go serve the brokenhearted because of Hurricane Delta, Hurricane Laura mm-hmm. in Louisiana. Father, thank you for his leadership. Father, you knew when you created him that he would be the ultimate day-to-day leader in the middle of two hurricanes on the front lines for you. Yes, right. Protect him. Be with him and his wife. Protect his marriage. Protect his kids. Protect his family. Protect that ministry of our Savior's church. Father, we love him. We thank you for him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Will you make sure those volunteers now, uh, you make sure they work a full day at a 7 o'clock at night now. Not None of this 5 o'clock stuff, <laughs> no, right? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, by, by no means. Don't worry. They work. Oh, I know, I know that. I, they love serving. God bless you, Josh. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Take care. Uh, Josh Belt, lead pastor of Our Savior's Church. And uh, mm. we had to cut that interview a little bit short because uh, he has a, a meeting with the sheriff. Oh. There's a lot of moving parts right after the disaster, oh, Mike. It has but, to be, yeah. You know, you know you, you, you're trying to protect what's remaining. Okay. You have people come in from around the country, not all with a pure motive. Most do. Right. 92% do. <laughs> and the other 8%, you got to kind of keep right. your eyes out. But, you know, at Our Savior's Church today, we have volunteers there from 15 different states. 15. Okay. Yeah, who left on a moment's notice to go back to help those in need. Because that's what God calls the church to do, to mm. love and serve, to love him, to love others, to serve him by serving others. Well, you see the commitment, Steve, to the eight days of hopers. I say it that way because, I mean, 
How many were down on the first time in Laura? They go home for a week, and most of them come back. It's just incredible. And that's what's amazing. You know, our leader there this week uh, just wrapped up, Steve Metcalf, and I know Ricky Russell's leading uh, now for the next 10 days. These are people that not only were leading there, but they were in Indianapolis serving with Not Today, sure. the organization that just opened up last night, had their grand opening, um, because volunteers went to serve with Eight Days of Hope. Mm. And if you're just listening and you're just tuning in, you just tuned in five minutes ago, you know, we just hung up with a gentleman whose congregation... They don't know what's coming and going. Their region, the part of Louisiana, had two major hurricanes. Okay. Their fourth hurricane this year. And now we as the church, Mike, mm. get a chance to be a glimpse of Jesus. Absolutely. And so let's go back. Steve Metcalf now. this is He's baptized in fire. This is Woo! his first yeah. leadership. Yeah. He was kind of in training to be a leader. Yeah, he was. And, uh, of course, he had a difficulty with uh, got up that one morning, and his truck and his tools were, were gone. No, that actually was oh, Adam oh, Haynes. Oh, no, that's Adam. Yeah, I'm don't wish it on Steve oh, Metcalf. Oh, no. That happened Steve, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. My, my mind went blank <laughs> no, for a minute. No, you're good, Another you're cup good. of coffee. But, no, he's in training is what it really, really meant to be. Not anymore, out. brother. He's leading to. He's been baptized <laughs> in fire is <laughs> what I'm going. That's right. Hey, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Spell it out, 8daysofhope.com. We always tell people, pray, volunteer, donate. You can volunteer the next two weeks. It's free. You have to be 18. You get to meet Josh. Mm. I hope that you get to meet Josh some point. I am looking forward to it, just to listen to him. He's a good man. Yeah, it just seems so stable and thorough in his his thoughts. When Steve, I almost got saved again when he was talking about the answer to my question. <laughs> He's it's got so a good. great heart. Yeah. Think about this before we go to break. I know we have one more break, but think about this. He's he's there for six weeks after Hurricane Laura. Okay. His campus is overrun by 700, in a good way, 700 mm. volunteers with Eight Days of Hope. Mm. We served together 200 families over five weeks. We brought in truckloads of furniture, and God provided that and worked through yeah. Our Savior's Church to give that away. He had a command center, distribution center. He finally sneaks away with his bride mm. to just breathe, just to look her in the eyes and not have his phone buzz and not have to you know, answer yeah. a question. Sure. And while he's gone, Hurricane Delta comes. Can't wrap my head around that. Well, that's why I asked him the question. What are your real thoughts, your feelings, your emotion? I, I, and he really answered it best by just about saying, if it wasn't for Jesus, we wouldn't be able to make it through any of yeah, this. And, amen. you know, it's, it's, it's times like that that you don't have to be a pastor. You just got to be a Christian. You'll see the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't make any sense in the head. Why two in a row? Why this and why that? We, we just got our house tarped and... And now right. we're at it again. Why, why, why? What, well, yeah. what, what is Jesus doing? And it's hard, but we need to look mm. to him, the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, man. He was not surprised that all this happened. Yeah, we were talking the other day with a widow. We had cleared off her trees. So most insurance policies, probably 99%, if a tree falls on your property and it doesn't hit your house, it probably is not going to be covered. Okay. So a typical tree to remove from your property could be thousands of dollars for one tree, right. depending where it fell, how big it is, and how much work needs to be done. Well, this widow had like four more trees come down. Mm. They were four trees that made it through Hurricane Laura to make it through Hurricane Delta. Mm. And here we are again, volunteers going to meet their friend that they met four weeks ago. Oh my gosh, 
Unbelievable. If they didn't get saved the first time, they will the second time. <laughs> Pray, volunteer, donate. You can donate on our website, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Hurricane Laura, I know it might not be in the news. Hurricane Delta, um, no one's even talking about that. That just happened, you know, what, two weeks ago. We're talking about a pandemic, an election, Supreme Court justice, and I get it. But yeah. donate. Please consider donation. Mail a check to P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com. P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with Eight Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber, hanging along with Mike Fiala. Today we had Josh Belt. He's the lead pastor of Our Savior's Church down in Jennings, Louisiana. Mike, we're back. we got two weeks left serving yeah. down there. Hurricane Laura was the first punch. And if it didn't get you, unfortunately, a second punch came. And, man, it felt like it got mm. hit you right in the gut. And, and that was, was Hurricane Delta. And there was two different kinds, in, in a sense. Both yeah, hurricanes, no, right. but the, the winds on the first one and the water on the second one. So it, what the winds didn't do, the water, the water, I hate to say it, almost like finished it off. But uh, just the spirit and the heart of all the Eight Days of Hope volunteers, uh, Our Savior's Church, they're just, they got the grit. 
They're going to get it done. Yeah, it's and, you know we're going to be there for two more weeks. You can volunteer on our website, 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions. You need to be 18. It is an active disaster site. We provide food and lodging. COVID-19, we have some guidelines that we have to follow uh, because that's who we are. Mm-hmm. Whenever we excuse me, go to the community, we follow their rules and guidelines. So we have limited spaces for volunteers. So if you think you can volunteer the next two weeks, and um, the minute you know that you can go, that you can go, because if you back out and we don't give your spot to someone else, that's a family we're not serving, uh, go to the website, read the FAQs, and uh, read the COVID guidelines. But pray, volunteer, and donate. But so much going on. So we've been talking about the hurricanes. Okay. Let's step back for a couple of minutes. So last Saturday in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, we had our grand opening of our, our third location. You know, we were there, Mike, in 2008. They had a right. major flood. We went there and we rebuilt, gosh, 145 homes in eight days with skilled and less skilled volunteers. And when we were looking for a satellite in the Midwest, that was an obvious choice. Well, it's, yeah, middle of the, the, the country in a sense. And yeah. you, where you're going to be able to deploy from from there is just, I mean, you talk about all the, like you said, bucket trucks and laundry trailers and you name it it's there but it's so close to you know that's a hotbed there with with well, we're seeing it now All right, it's right. a hotbed with yeah. uh tornadoes, these, tornadoes tornado alleys just you know kansas right. and missouri and iowa and nebraska and and yet up in minnesota um you have a lot of flooding with the thawing of snow and some of the things that happens there but you're right that equipment will be ready to go rapid response trailers and feeding trucks and laundry facilities and so much more will be based in cedar rapids but it was amazing Amazing, amazing turnout. We were thinking 30 or 40 might come because you just don't know, right? But when you look out and, and uh-huh. you have to do multiple presentations because okay. you were planning to do one, but because you had to do a you had a pivot because so many people signed up the the, the week of okay. that we we actually had to do more than one presentation. So the mayor was at the first presentation. There you go. Now we don't ask him to hang out the whole day, right? Sure. But we had some refreshments. We did it safely. Uh, but we had the the shower trailer uh, was was on dis- display and our trucks okay. and our office space. It was a lot of fun. It really was. So how many actual presentations dedication did you have? In yeah, one day? I, I hear you. So we started at ten, and then we had another presentation at eleven, and then we had a little makeshift thing here around noon as well. Okay. We wanted everyone to hear the story. We showed I'm a couple sure. of videos. We showed the video that um, we was up on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. of our time that we served in, in Cedar Rapids just six weeks ago. Okay. Because they had a major windstorm. 35,000 trees were destroyed. Now, was that the Dorico or Dorico? Uh, Did yeah, we ever get yeah, that right? Der- but show or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a freak storm. But we were there and um, had a chance to serve them. And, and, and to have the grand opening was, was special. Um, some of our leaders came in from around the country, mm-hmm. which is always fun to, to see them as well. And so, yeah, so that was last Saturday. I was, okay. It was an amazing time, amazing time of fellowship as well. And then last night, we were in Indianapolis <laughs> with Not Today. Not Today is an organization that's going to be amazing. They are going to really model the best practices for those who are going to serve those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. Now, we don't like to talk about sex trafficking, Mike, but it's real. It's uh, it's in our backyards. Um and around our school grounds, um, I mean, everybody's doing gaming uh, online Social and stuff. media sites. Social, yeah, and that's that's where it's it's just it's just a feeding place for it. That's where they target and you. So, that's yeah, where they absolutely. groom you. And so, Eight Days of Hope last year, late last year, decided to do more than natural disasters. But our eyes were opened up. We took our blinders off and we realized, you know what? We the church 
need to take a stand against the fastest growing crime in the world, mm-hmm. people who are trafficked. And not today's an organization that they serve children. Okay. Let that soak in for a minute, Mike. Mm-hmm. The average age of a child who's trafficked in America, not a third world country, not talking about India or, or, you know, Ethiopia, but in America, the average age of a child trafficked in America is 12 years old. (sighs) That can't sink. It's hard to. Yeah. So not today is going to uh, take the lead with eight days of hope. And our plan and goal is simple. Um, we believe that in January we'll make a major, major official announcement. But we believe that God is calling Not Today. Go to nottoday.org. Okay. It's led by Frank and Linda Reich. Frank coaches the Colts, dear friends of ours. And uh, we're going to work together to find ways to serve ministries across the country to provide a safe place through construction, through consultation, through financial gifts, through grants, to help the church take the lead, Mike. Mm. And it's going to be amazing. So last night was amazing. So last night, Charmaine and I, we we went. Okay. And and when you look out and you see some of the names that were there. Okay. um, These are like owners of NFL teams and and movers and shakers in the business world. And, And there we are representing Eight Days Hope with the building showed and looked great. So did you get up and speak at all? Is something like that? You know, I, really it, I, it, it was not, it was about not today, but you know, yes, we you know, we we found a way to give God the glory what he did sure. because volunteers came from around the country during a the pandemic. They gutted a 17,000 square foot building. They built a national headquarters for Not Today. They built a regional headquarters for an organization called Ascent oh, 121. Oh and then <laughs> these volunteers, they built conference rooms and counseling rooms for kids okay. and counselors to come together in a safe way to provide hope to those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. I'm telling you, I'd, you know I'm an emotional guy, mm. uh, but I had tears in my eyes. It's amazing sure. what God is doing. I mean, 17,000 foot. Square feet. Square feet, yeah, square feet. You, you'll get you. it down. So I, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, a big building, brother. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what you know. 17, well, you know I, I think about your house <laughs> times, what, 10, right, is, is what was renovated in just a couple of weeks. It was amazing. Oh, I wish I was there. <laughs> you, you wish you were there, right? Well, no. we're going to get you out there to Indianapolis yeah. so you can take oh, a look yeah. at it because it's an amazing facility. And, uh, again, the goal down the road is to share some exciting news. Uh, we're going to let this pandemic, we hope, to kind of see the end, you know, the light of the end of the yeah. tunnel at some point in the next three, six months, not whatever sure. it is. But we've got some exciting news. But hey, if you're a skilled volunteer, if you if you're a skilled professional, you're a handyman, handywoman, go to our website and learn more about our safe house construction ministry. Um, email us at safehouse at eight days of hope.com. Maybe you're a painter, a roofer, carpenter, maybe you need maybe you know how to do plumbing. We need plumbers all the time. So whenever I talk about plumbers, I get tongue-tied because we always need plumbers. (laughs) I mean, we need you. But maybe you're an electrician. Maybe um, you're a handy woman. You're you're, you're really good with your hands, and you're talented, and you're gifted. Come serve with us. You can come for three, four, five days. Come for all 14 days. Sure. Uh, But when we do these trips, they they normally are 14 days long. We have some volunteers stay all 14 days. Some stay for three days, but we need you. And they're a little different than our... 
other outreaches. You know, sure, because our rebuilding trips are eight days long, hence the name Eight Days of Hope. Mm-hmm. Eight in the Bible means new beginnings, and for 13 years, that's all we did. And, mm-hmm. and 6,000 homes have been rebuilt because of Eight Days of Hope volunteers, $53 million oh. of work for free, all in the name of Jesus. But this is a little bit different. We want to be there a little bit longer than eight days. So for this outreach, we go for 14 days. Okay. 14 days of hope. Well, and, and there's not new T-shirts given out for this. No, so no, we no. keep it a little low-key, <laughs> yeah, but you'll be fed quite oh, well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you'll meet some amazing people. But again, if you're interested in learning more about that, go to our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel under Eight Days of Hope and watch the Safe House Construction Ministry video. And uh, you'll get a sense of, of kind of what we did. And that video was shot down in Houston with Elijah Rising. Okay. That actually was our first one. Mm. Um, do you know in Texas, Mike, every day, every day, it's estimated 80,000 underage children are trafficked in the state of Texas. Wait a minute. 80,000 every Every day. Day. Every day. Every day. So that's so if you live in Nashville, that's more people you can put in the Titan Stadium. If you live in Buffalo, it's more than you can put in to the Bills Stadium. If you live in Kansas City, yes, that's more than you can put in the Kansas City Stadium. Every single day, oh, this on. happens in one state. We've got to step up. And, and I know we are, but church need to step up. We need to be talking to our men's groups about this stuff. We need to be yeah. talking about this in our Sunday school classes. And we need to get some information out in the mainstream uh, sanctuary also. This is real. This is our children. This is our grandchildren. This is destroying our nation. And it's under, it's it's like under the rug. Shh, shh, shh. You know, no, yeah. we got to pull the rug back and let's start cleaning house. And that's why last night was so important at Not Today in Indianapolis when 8 Days Open, Not Today, unveiled the 17,000-square-foot project we just did for free, about half a million dollars of work done all in the name of Jesus for mm-hmm. free. It was an amazing, amazing time of serving during a pandemic. You know, we had to do things a little bit differently than we normally sure. did, but thankfully everyone left and everyone was safe and, and everyone, you know, they might have been tired, but, but man, their hearts were full. But Mike, you said something, and I we only got a couple of minutes left, but if you have a church out there and maybe you have uh, men and women who are talented, um, come do this as a church. Put together go. a team and yes. come travel with us. You know, we haven't really talked about that, but if you live at a church and there's four people or five people that are gifted, usually there's more than that, depending on the size of the church. But why don't your team say, you know what? We're going to make a difference. Our church, they're yes. going to cover our expenses. Mm-hmm. We're going to travel because it's free. Okay. You, yes, you're going to sleep for free. You're going to eat for free. But but you're going to be there as a team serving sure. A much bigger purpose. And that's how the church, Steve, can get behind it. Sponsor it. Uh, use the church van. Or if somebody has a van or a bus that they can use, let the church come up and and, and fill it with the, some snacks on the way, the ga- gas and tolls. And, uh, to And that's that, that is the church or that particular church supporting this outreach. Absolutely. So again, more information, go to uh, 8daysofhope.com and read up about the Safe House um, safe house construction ministry that we are part of and go to not today knot notoday.org and watch their PSA public service announcement when the first person you see is Peyton Manning it's pretty pretty uh pretty impressive <laughs> wow now was he there for this uh... you know what he was not so so uh, you know again a pandemic and You're, so sure, we understand. had to do it outside under oh, tents, okay. you know, with masks and the tours had to be set up in stages now I was kind of like the father of 
the daughter who just got married. You know, one proud daddy because yeah. that was just you know a couple of weeks ago, oh, right? Sure. Um, but but when you see a building that looks as beautiful, and and we're gonna have a video up on our website here, I think in about a week or two, okay. that will show you what it looks like in 14 days to renovate a 17,000 square foot building. 14 days. And and Mike, wait till you see the finished product. Mm. We, we, product. We have some videos that were, uh, we use GoPros. And, okay. and we put them in areas and we fast tracked them. So you okay. see all these people so like moving see. like yeah. a thousand times the speed. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's amazing to watch something being built. Sure. Well, yeah, it has to be from you know from ground zero, if you want to say it like that, and it was. all the way up. You it know? was. So the first day we stripped everything out. So somewhere in there you'll see a guy with a wheelbarrow with a bunch of carpet tiles, and that was me, Mike. I, I got to work on this really? trip. Now you're on, the vid- you're on the video? Yeah, but very short. So you got to look. <laughs> but that was me in the wheelbarrow. I worked. I promise you. I worked for – I've never done this before, but I really wanted to be a part of this project. I, wanna, I wanted to feel what the volunteers sure. were feeling and, you know, you know sleep, <laughs> sleeping differently and eating differently. And uh, But it was a great experience. You're going to watch it. I've never done this before. That's like you never worked before. Steve, you're constantly <laughs> well, working. You know what's great, though? It was like day number three. A guy comes up to me and goes, well, how long have you been volunteering with Eight Days of Hope? <laughs> And I said, what, excuse me, I thought he was playing a trick on me. He goes, yeah, you're a good painter. How long have you been serving with Eight Days of Hope? I said, well, I've been for a while. He goes, you've been on a lot of trips. I go, well, I guess you could say that. Uh, but it was good. Did you ever tell him? No, you couldn't. I, I, well, I finally did. Because okay. that night I did, did the devotion. And he goes, you're, you're the CEO and the founder. Well, yeah, today I'm, I'm just, we're all, we're all the same. We're all, we're all volunteer. Yeah. What a unique day, Mike. We got to hear about Louisiana. We got to hear about what happened last weekend. Yes. Um, you know, the volunteers serving after Hurricane Delta uh, will be there for two more weeks. You can volunteer at our website. You can donate on our website. Please consider doing that. We heard about what happened last week in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, with our grand sure. opening of our Midwest satellite. Exciting, exciting, exciting. Um, yes. Um, just can't, loved how God is moving in the Midwest. And then last night, what happened in Indianapolis, Mike? Mm. So much. We've only got two minutes left, but so much going on, Mike. You know, I always say this. Uh, Hear these as we hear these stories. Uh, we've got to be. I know you are. I am. And listener, please be encouraged. Jesus is real. God is on the throne. Mm-hmm. And where are our eyes? I challenge myself with this, Steve. I know you challenge yourself with this uh, when we see all the things that are going on. But uh, Jesus is at work. Get involved. Pray, pray, pray. Hmm. Volunteer, volunteer. And I'll tell you, if you. Volunteer, your life will never be the same. It'll always have something. Uh, you'll always have something of, of Jesus, even more real in your life. And then, of course, we always talk about donating. That, that's yeah. a must. Go to our website, 8dayshope.com. Scroll down a little bit, and you'll meet three of the families we served after Hurricane Laura. We're back in Louisiana for two more weeks. Uh, so, uh, excuse me, for one, yeah, two more weeks. Come join us. Uh, the calendar keeps popping around. Mike, before we go, uh, again, we only have a minute or so. Uh, will you pray? Uh, we have a lot, lots going on in our country. And, and prayer is needed more than ever. Mm, okay. Lord, we just yield ourselves to you. We give our hearts to you. We give our minds to you, our, our soul, our body. Our, all, everything that you've given to us, we give back to you and say, thank you for giving us these gifts. May we rise up in the midst of disasters. May we rise up in the midst of uh, the, uh, uh, sex trafficking, how we can participate. Lord, we pray for this country from elections to unrest to COVID. Father, you are on the throne. We yield ourselves to you. Teach us and show us how to walk in your ways this day and be an example of Christ. What would Jesus 
Jesus do. May we do that in Jesus' name. So Natural Disasters with Hurricane, if you'd like to participate in helping those who've been rescued from sex trafficking, uh, go to 8daysofhope.com. Pray, pray, pray. A lot to be praying for in our country. We're delivering food across the country. Pray for the volunteers right now that are serving with 8 Days of Hope in Louisiana, Iowa, Ohio, New York, um, Mississippi, across the country. Could you make a donation today? Man, we would really appreciate it. You can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Become a monthly partner. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Make a monthly donation, $5, $10, $25. All of it will be used in the name of Jesus on the front lines. Until next week, my name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, I hope you have a great week, my man. I will, and I know you will too. Thank you for listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.